ivy leaf is rather a popular one as it turns out here it is absolutely everywhere telling you hey use me use me for the purpose use me you know when you mix it with the other herbs as we do as we compound it would cover so many areas for that client so not only is it the perfect pediatric herb it's actually perfect for the older person hello and welcome Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business, and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello, everybody, and welcome again to the Bite Size Podcast and Mentoring with Geraldine. And I'm very lucky to have Christine from the Herbal Extract Company in Sydney to talk to us today about ivy leaf. And I've had quite a bit of ivy leaf in my life just recently because I've just finished marking exams for the Herbal Materia Medica, and they had ivy leaf in it. So Hedria Helix is rather a popular one as it turns out and I have to admit I don't have it on my shelf and I should completely have it on my shelf. I've got 250 or so herbs on my shelf and this is one that is missing. So please tell me all about it Christine. Well I'm glad you said it was from marking uh, exams that it's been in your life because otherwise it might mean you had bronchitis. (laughs) It's not really a great time to have bronchitis is it? No. But it is a fantastic herb for the respiratory tract. Mm -hmm. And that's where it's primarily being used. Productive cough, common cold, asthma, and acute and chronic bronchitis. So traditional healers tended to have a bit broader use Mm -hmm. as they tended to do rather than contemporary herbalists. And they used it as an anthelmintic and for fever. They seem to use everything for fever back in the day. It always seems to be fever with it quite common but for us in modern times it really is specifically used for respiratory like lung function improving lung function and symptoms of coughing and expectoration because it has a spasmolytic effect as well like sort of thins the mucus and helps to get it out as well as expectoration so yeah and also dealing with the microbial infection as well if there's any of that so there's clinical data for that especially with children Great when you find these herbs that are great for children. We have clinical trials on dosing. Here's a herb you need on your shelf. But we, Lindsay, who owns our company, he always tries to say you don't need many herbs. He thinks it's better to have a small dispensary um, and use, you know, get to know it really well. However, you know, we have so many herbs available to us these days, and you probably have your favorites anyway. Everyone has their favorites, don't they? And considering I do a lot of pediatrics and of course I have a pediatric training course, I really should be delving (laughs) deeper into the old ivy because as we've talked about with our last few herbs that we've discussed, it is in everybody's garden. Ivy just grows, doesn't it? And it is, you know, it's quite invasive, especially around the fence lines and yeah, creeps everywhere. And those ones that are that invasive, again, just like we talked about with the nettle, it had its little spikes and you know it's going to help because it's got all that stuff going on with it. It's kind of the same with ivy. Here it is absolutely everywhere telling you, hey, use me, 
use me for the purpose, use me because I'm here. So of course it's perfectly indicated for children because we're children. They're here, they're everywhere. They're running around just like your (laughs) ivy is. So it really is a perfect pediatric herb and I should be using it. And I feel very remiss that I am not using it. I've got to say, I did learn about it long, long ago. And I do feel that I've had some in my you know, in my cupboards at times, but I definitely haven't had any in that in the last couple of years, I've got to be yeah. honest. So I need to get back into it because kids get all those coughs and colds and they get them in the early years and their immune system is building up. Yeah. And there's a lot of asthma around. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure you're seeing these days. So yeah. it is yeah, fantastic for that. And the studies, uh, I've got in my highlight, I wrote about a study on cough and bronchitis in the pediatric treatment, but I have done a monograph on this as well. I'm just trying to see if there was a study for the asthma in children, but yeah, the bronchitis, chronic, yeah, bronchial asthma. There was a study uh, done from 2003, uh, next efficacy of dry extract of ivy leaves in children with bronchial Asthma, it was a review of the trials. Right. And it was reported that ivy leaf will improve lung function in children with bronchial asthma. There we go. Yeah. So there's scientific evidence to back up the traditional use of ivy leaf. It's also good for arthritis, uh, indicated in arthritis. And um, we don't really have much clinical evidence, but it has been shown to be anti-inflammatory in preclinical animal trials that seems very logical to be anti-inflammatory because of course asthma is inflammatory and all the bronchial if we've got all that bronchial stuff going on then we're going to have that all that inflammation in the bronchi in the lungs and if you've got somebody in who happens to have arthritis and they've got bronchitis then of course it's going to help on all levels isn't it it's going to be something to you know, when you mix it with the other herbs, as we do, as we compound, it would cover so many areas for that client. So not only is it the perfect pediatric herb, it's actually perfect for the older person. And that's what I find with pediatric yeah. herbs is the pediatric herbs work brilliantly for the young child, but they actually work brilliantly for the older individual as well, who needs lower doses yeah. and possibly more frequently and having them in a different forms. And of course, we've got lots of these lung issues in our older generation because they were of course exposed so much to cigarette smoking when they were younger whereas now our children aren't getting that exposure to cigarette smoke they're just getting exposure to all of the contaminants in the environment as much as anything else they're sending cars on the road and all of you know off gassing of our furniture and all of the things in our home as well so and in their environments so it seems that this herb is perfect for so many things across the life and i have for our times i think it is the perfect herb for our time the perfect (laughs) herb for our time and perfect for those ongoing lung issues because there's no issue with taking it long term no it's there's no serious adverse events recorded in the literature and it's quite well documented it's you know i think one of the studies we talked about another time with some of our tonic herbs like national and dandelion they had like 37 patients in their clinical mm. studies. Well, these ones we have in 400, to, mm. you know, in one study there's 460 uh, in, in children. There's another adult one with almost 200 patients. It's been well studied Yes. Uh, in humans. You know, there's another one, who uh, 9,000 patients, including 5,000 children roughly, 
Um, wow. With IV, ninety-five percent showed improvements in their symptoms in bronchitis. So that's you know, huge. Of, yeah, we have a lot of evidence <laughs> here. It's, it's, and like you said, it's just it's quite um, you know, um, forgotten herd. Yeah, I think in Europe it's really popular. Yeah. And this is where a lot of these studies are done. So yeah, I mean, it really, it's one that slips under the radar considering it's out growing all along my fence line. Yeah. And if I look out my window, which actually, you know, it's right there, I can see ivy yeah. growing up my fence line. So and, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, the, the old pictures of everyone wearing them, the crown of ivy, the Romans used to wear the crown yeah. of ivy. It was really well regarded yeah. by the ancients. And they used to take it, actually, Carl Pepper said it was for a hangover. Oh. <laughs> they used to um, drink it and boil it and drink it as a cure for drinking too much. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I wonder. I mean, there would have been, because they, they drank more the porter and the stronger ales and yeah, wines. Wine so, and- yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it, I guess drinking any fluid would probably help. Yeah, that wasn't. Of intoxication. That wasn't um, <laughs> yeah, it has a lot of sort of pagan history as well. And um, oh, wow. yeah, it's, but yeah, traditionally it was used for respiratory disorders. So expectorant, mm-hmm. antispasmodic, sacrolytic, anti-inflammatory and analgesic. Bit of analgesic wow. as well. Sounds amazing. I'm going to have to get myself, I'm going to have to get myself a bottle. Oh, look, it's lovely green, isn't yeah, it? Sorry. You can sort of see the pointed edges on, I don't know if you can see it, but I can yep. see some of it. You know, the end of the leaf, that's got that pointed, serrated. Yep. Um, you can see that in the raw material. Mm-hmm. And then I have this one here. If I just put them out, try that way, you can see. Yep, so it's quite a brown, golden brown yeah. liquid. It's got quite a shine to it, hasn't it? It's got quite a glow. Yeah, so so that, the... that's our, our product. Mm. For those of you watching on the YouTube channel, it was <laughs> it is a lovely, actually a lovely bright colour. Mm-hmm. And you don't need much, like it's five to ten mil weekly. Oh, that's tiny. Yeah, so you know you can fit it in a formula. Easily um, fit that in a formula. Yeah, that's so, a fantastic herb. Winter time, especially. Mm, it's the twenty twenty herb. That one. <laughs> exactly. Like I said, respiratory. The times of respiratory <laughs> disorder. Yeah. And it is one you probably do want to have on your shelf because. Um, yeah. 100%. Because I mean, you make a lovely syrup as well. What is the flavor? Could you have a bit of a sip there now that you've poured it into the water there? What's the flavor? Mm, it's like a wine tasting. I'm trying to. <laughs> it's got a rich, uh, it's not unpleasant. Excellent. It's actually, quite pleasant. Excellent. It's for me, it's quite smooth. Yep, which um, helps in the pediatric dosing when we've got a nicer flavoured yeah. herb because putting that golden seal and things in children's herbal mixes does not create friends. <laughs> no, exactly. And again, you only need a small amount of it. So, yeah. I mean, children will only need, you know, half the adult dose. So at five oh. mil a week at the lowest dose. Wow. So it's um, going to go a long way. It's an amazing herb. Yeah, now the flavours, it's got that sort of greeny yep. flavour to it. But a smooth flavor. I mean, when yeah. we're doing the pediatric, you, you can get your older person pretty much to take anything. And they're, you know, 65 onwards will do as they're told. And yeah. we can get all those herbs into them and we can get some of the horrible, you know, tasting ones in there. But for the pediatrics, you know, for those kids, they'll just say no. Yeah. And, and um, water, I think a lot of water is the secret to 
smooth. smooth. I'm sure if I took this straight, oh, yeah. it's probably not going to be as smooth. But um, very straight. Um, so, yeah, it's not. It doesn't have sort of. It's not too bitter. Yeah. So that's amazing. What an incredible herb yeah. and available from you guys. Well, I will be putting my order in, I have to say, and um, getting myself some Hydria Helix. So, or oh, Hydera? Yeah. What is that? Hydera Helix? Yeah. yeah. And the Helix is probably from the shape of the leaf as much as anything else. Yeah, so, um, sometimes in, when I'm doing the research, the naming comes yep. up but not in this monograph I, they, I didn't uncover any uh, information about the actual naming of it yeah yeah but that's all right that's absolutely brilliant thank you very much for sharing ivy leaf with us i'm um, super impressed with it and i'm definitely going to start adding it to my clinical stores yeah, cool. and for the kids that i see so that's fantastic Thank you so much for sharing with us again, Christine. It's been absolutely brilliant having you on the podcast and on the YouTube channel. And I look forward to seeing you again very, very soon. Yeah, see you then. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the Herbal Discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.